Welcome to the 3B3 Podcast, a weekly look at the world of hockey with your hosts, Cassie, Pat, and Patrick. So, the question? Uh, I think this will be much more eloquent and to the point uh, as opposed to last week. What's the one game you would like to rewatch from the 2019-2020 season? Because we don't have much new stuff to watch these days. So I'm going to go with the obvious. I'm going to go with that Carolina-Toronto game. Where Which one? The, the, the e-bug one. Because I actually watched it on Twitter unfold. I didn't actually watch the game. So I still need to go back and do that. Yeah. I, I That's, yeah, what she said. Just just because, you know. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, the, the, uh, the philosophical, what is the sound of one hand clapping? What is the sound of 20,000 people's hearts being broken simultaneously? Well, that's, that's the answer, is that game. The entire Air Canada Center. I'm sorry, Scotiabank Center. I'm Scotiabank or whatever they're calling it. The ATM. Rogers. Oh wait. Roger, Rogers. Scotia, Rogers. Scotiabank. Bell. Tell us. Let's uh, believe. The, the one. Tire. The one yeah. building in Canada that cannot be called Rogers something. Apparently. Yet. Well, they'll have to buy out Bell. Well, oh, that's true. I mean, that's that's. Well, I mean, yeah, they could, but... <laughs> um, In I this mean, economy? Um... <laughs> yeah. I might have gone with the other Toronto-Carolina game, but honestly, my answer was Mika Zibanejad's five-goal game. Because I, I did not get to see it in its entirety, and I refused to watch the highlights mm-hmm. because I, I'm just going to sit down one of these days and just watch it. Um, that, that one was up there. Yeah. With Joe Thornton. <laughs> sure, you don't want to watch that with George, Joe Thornton. Well, speaking of Joe Thornton, <laughs> guess what I watched last night? Joe Grizzly Thornton. Adams. <laughs> no, the Revenant. I mean, I mean, oh. um, Game Seven of the uh, first round of last season. Oh um, dear God! Because it was the first time I watched that game in its entirety, and I have to tell you. Vegas should not have won that game. They played terrible. And the fact that they were winning three, nothing at any point was a mystery to me. Hmm. So you're saying the way that it ended up with San Jose roaring back after the non-major major was justified. Yes. Hmm. Well, I think they got to the end result, but here's the funny thing about that non-major major if Eric Carlson doesn't make a terrible play on the puck in the first five seconds of that power play Logan Couture never scores the first goal and thus ends the chain reaction like he he tries a terrible shot from he I'm pretty sure he had his well what's left of his heels on the blue line and sends a shot in and then it ricochets off one player gets crossed cross Royal road. And then Couture just bombs one. If that doesn't happen, especially with the way William Carlson killed penalties for uh, Vegas in that game, he, he seemed to be the only like good player throughout. 
they probably don't win. There, uh, there was a show on National Geographic Channel for a while called Seconds from Disaster, mm-hmm. where they where they took big, you know, news breaking disaster events and they broke them down and they traveled back in time to show you the chain of events and at key points. And that's one of those shows that you know, like if you take out any of those key events, the the entire outcome changes. They should they should resurrect it for that game. You know, they should they seconds from disaster, you know, just it was three nothing. <laughs> and just do the whole thing around, you know, that game. Just cause what a goat rodeo. That was just a goat rodeo. And you can even push it back further, right? They never should have gotten to game seven. Vegas just defecated in the bed in game six when they had him against the wall, when they should have put him out of their misery. But, yeah. Oh, hockey. Oh, how I miss the... I don't miss the NHL, but I do miss hockey. Yeah. 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 But God love some of the teams that are having some fun with this and doing virtual hangouts and broadcasting simulated games. And let us take a moment to praise Amanda Stein and the New Jersey Devils, who I think... You know, may have may have won the off season and lost the season, but they're winning the pause for doing post pre and post game interviews of of Devils players before these simulated games. That is pretty awesome. I have to admit, it's pretty great. I was actually thinking about that before I saw that. That when I don't remember who when you actually Patrick had said you were going to start doing you know doing that broadcasting yeah. those sitting there thinking wouldn't it be awesome if they did like these players pregame and postgame interviews from their homes oh, <laughs> it's the the first one that she did with Corey Schneider was just hysterical because apparently in the simulated game um, they had 102 shots on net and they just leaned into that whole bit you know she he's he's sitting at home with his kids climbing all over him and she's like you know fresh off the ice doesn't even look like he's broken his sweat and he's like yeah you know you know this is one of those games where normally you know the team put you know team defense and yada 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 and that he all the cliches all that well all the cliches but he was playing to the you know that's this isn't one of those games where i'd say that (laughs) you know with with 102 shots on net right uh, so God love it. You know the what else can we do? You know, and I love the the Hurricanes have sort of put up like their own little broadcast, including the 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 pregame bumper. You know, the game will start shortly, and all that kind of stuff. And just God, there's nothing else to do. Got to lean into it some way, shape, or form. You know, have a sense of humor. Yeah. <sighs> Which is sadly missing, like, in the NHL generally, but, yeah. I mean, Bailey and the LA Kings have been sort of Twitch streaming their games as they've been playing on NHL 20, and um, Steve Dangle's done a fantastic job streaming his EASHL games and then taking donations for Canadian food banks during the games. Mm-hmm. 
So, you know, when when life gives you lemon, make lemonade and order a fifth of vodka to deliver to your house and go for it. <laughs> That's about all you can do right now. Vodka lemonade. Speak, speaking of virtual get-togethers and uh, vodka, <laughs> uh, as as we're recording... Uh, did, to, did you like today, how I... Yeah, I, I set you up. You, you, you put it on a T so yeah. so easily for me, and I still struck out. Um, <laughs> I'm actually uh, in the middle of a uh, virtual tailgate because today would have been a um, would have been a game day here in Carolina. So so far, I think we at least have 20 people uh, on some proprietary proprietary um, virtual conferencing software that I've never heard of and will never use again. Sorry, person who wears a velvet fedora company that was just dyed blue. Um, (laughs) Did I say that out loud? I'm sorry. Uh, We'll we'll see if uh, certain people in the Carolina market are listening as they're watching me talking to a microphone and they're wondering what the hell is he doing? And I do have note cards that I am holding up <laughs> from, from time to time. So nice. it, 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 if my mic goes uh, quiet for a few too many minutes, uh, yes, I have lost things to say, but I'm, I'm, I'm checking in with everyone else. Oh, hell yeah. Mm. <laughs> Wave high at them for us. Yes, okay. very much so. Very much so. Will do. Um, I have uh, about lost my mind. I, I seem to be the only person in the, this is just going to be a rant session, I can tell. I seem to be the only person in the house that's capable of leaving the house <laughs> right now. So. Just because? or Yeah, well, my because of the living situation we're in right now, waiting for our house to be built. Um, my Which is now infinitely delayed. Well, uh, I may, join your, I may join your tailgate shortly, Pat. Um, you should. And I may jump off the wagon. Why do you ever get that metaphor? Why do you fall off the wagon that's carrying alcohol? Um, Probably uh, some, like, 100-year-ago saying thing. Yeah. Anyway, go on. Anyway, um, so my mother, because of her age, is in that risk category, and she's not feeling terribly confident about going to the store and those sorts of things. And my wife um, has been sick the last week or so, not with coronavirus or anything, but she doesn't feel right going out with sick. And I'm like, okay, so I guess I'm doing all the running around. (laughs) Yay me. You're a man. You're expendable. Yeah, that's really the freaking, not not just a man. I am a middle-aged white man, so I am infinitely expendable. Mm-hmm. Yeah, can't can't argue with that. No, and I'm. I can I can argue with that, but that's okay. Well, you're a woman. It's in your nature to argue. See what <laughs> I did there? Oh, <laughs> I set you up for that one though. <laughs> but upside, um, catching up on a bunch of documentaries and and TV shows that I've had on my queue for ages. So, Soul on Ice, fantastic documentary. Absolutely fantastic. You can rent it on just about any platform. Um, explores the history of uh, black hockey players 
all the way from the early days in the in the uh, colored league, I guess as they would say, in Nova Scotia in the late 1800s through to players today. And it was so well done, and you know, God love the guy that did it. He got he got to spend time with Herb Carnegie before Herb passed, like days before Herb passed. So oh, wow. that was, yeah, it was it was unbelievable to see that. Just for just that section of the movie was just fantastic. You know, because I remember watching. You know, I kind of came in to watching hockey right around the time Tony McKegney and um, Mason and um, those guys were kind of in the early middle part of their careers. And then obviously, you know, to me, it just didn't it just didn't register that that they were black or that Grant Fear was black. I, you know, it's like I kind of didn't care. So it was it was really cool to see the explosion sort of in the early 90s, too, of a lot of the other players that came in, like Joaquin Gage and, and George LaRock and um, uh, uh, Anson Carter and Mike Greer. Oh, and I loved Mike Greer as a player. <laughs> I just did. He was just a bull in a china shop. Yeah. Yeah, he was. I, so... I remember that was one of the first bean pots, I think, I ever watched because he was at I want to say BU. He was he was in one of those Harvard Boston area schools. I don't remember which one. I'm going to hell for it. I know it, but I just I was like, oh god, that guy's just a wrecking ball. He's going to be fantastic. <laughs> so anyway, that's my uh, that's my recommendation. Soul on Ice. Hmm. I'll have to look into that one. And I think Amazon is also streaming, if you're a Prime subscriber, they've got the Bob Probert documentary. Oh, yeah. Yes. Which is which is on my list for tonight. So I know we haven't gotten to the point of the show where we're doing our recommendations, but there's my recs. Well, I got my hopes up, I think, Thursday when the NHL announced that they were going to have a pause library of video materials that they were going to share for free. Uh, excuse me, it's called they call it the pause binge. And uh, your one-stop shop for every for all your hockey needs and let me tell you they clearly don't have the rights to much anymore. Um, they have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, eighteen game-winning Stanley Cup final games out of God knows how many Stanley Cup final games there are. And it's just a random smattering. Uh, like, it jumps from the last two seasons to 2010 to 20, uh, 2008, 2003, 2002, 99, 98, 95, 92. And I just, I'm baffled by what sort of uh, rights deals they sign away with certain broadcasters. I wonder if it's not so much the broadcast as it is the teams. 
because some of these stations don't exist anymore. Like if you go back, you know, even a few years, you're talking NHL on Versus. Or right. But, OL, or Outdoor Life Network. Correct, but shouldn't some of that be owned by their current parent company? You know, the ones that acquired them and renamed it, them? It depends. It kind of does depend on on term, you know? If, like... If I, there's a transfer of ownership of, of a partner network, does, you know, the ownership go exclusively back to the franchises or the league? Yeah. See, I, I can't help but think that if the NHL has, like, given away their rights to their games like that, then they have some really not good negotiators going on because they should always have at least creator rights, regardless of, of who else. You know, they should share the rights. They right, shouldn't be giving them away. They should be sharing them. And I don't, and I don't think they are giving them away. Because as stupid as it sounds, you know, there's that there's always been that disclaimer that we used to all know verbatim, you know, any broadcast retransmission or reproduction of this or any broad any retransmission or reproduction of this broadcast is blah 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 copyright the NHL. Mm-hmm. So or, or as I like to call the Bud Selig um phrasing. Yeah. The the one that makes it impossible for you to gif anything or do anything without going through major league baseball's hoopla. Um, and they were playing it for years when he was just the interim commissioner. So I wondered who who has the authority to stop me from doing these things, which. Now, well, it's, you know, back me, then. Yeah, me as an individual, I didn't exactly have the technology to do it. But. Oh, back in the back in the day. Oh, I'm talking late. Late 80s, early 90s. Mm-hmm. And I, yeah. I call it the Bud Selig phrase because it always said, you know, at least on baseball games, because what else was I supposed to do during the summer? I can only play outside so much. Um, TBS showed Braves games. I was like, OK, this is something I can do to kill two hours. And two. here. <laughs> oh, you think I said you think I sat and watched the whole thing all the time? Oh, OK, there you go. All right, Sorry. That makes sense. Okay. No, just like every other day. Um <laughs> But they would always say by the, you know, commissioner in whatever legal verbatim they use. I was like, but this league doesn't have a commissioner, just an interim. But the, but the position is still there. Yeah. It's just vacant. Yes. So what led me down this path was I was searching Amazon last night to see what sort of, you know, uh, team, DVDs slash videos were available for either, you know, for free on Prime Video or, you know, $2 to to rewatch, you know, championship games. And it seems like the league, at the very least, has at least the last four, three or four seasons out there and available for people. So that's kind of encouraging because I'm sure I'm not, I'm sure there are many others. I do not have a functional DVD player, so I have several DVDs that are just uh, glorified coasters at this point with games that I'd love to show my boys. But I can't right now. And I cannot find the digital alternative at the moment. And see, that's what I'm wondering in some of these cases is if they have not been transferred to a streamable format per whatever technology, whatever their face 
Mabla uses. Whoever's running the NHL streaming stuff now. I don't. I think they changed your name from the Major League Baseball Digital, whatever the hell it was, to something else. But you know what I'm saying? Is there might be content that is not encoded in such a manner that they can stream it? Yeah, that makes sense. <sighs> that's that's. I'm I'm trying to give them an out. You know. <laughs> Benefit of the and you, you will give them the out, and they will still trip over their legs. Okay. Yeah, they will. <laughs> Speaking of Jeremy Jacobs, um, oh, oh, are, are, are we going to talk about current events? Who should we shame uh, this week? <laughs> God, I don't know how much time we want to spend. <laughs> Buffalo, Buffalo's the new shaming, shaming uh, owner. I, I think group. Buffalo has outdone Jeremy Jacobs. Even before today's announcement that they may, quote unquote, yeah, may um, cough up some cash for out of work one, employees. 1.5 million set aside, you know, for in trouble, in financial distress type people. And, and it's like, how are they not in financial distress? You know, a right. lot of them, uh, you hear stories, a lot of them are, are college kids. Right, this was their job. They were taking classes full time. They'd come work at the arena, you know, for events and games and stuff. And that's how they were paying things. So, yeah, how how are they not in distress? Or the people that you know that was his second job to make ends meet. Yeah. Poor poor Terry Pagula. Boy, I tell you, you gotta feel sorry <laughs> for him because I I say this mockingly, but. There is going to be one quote that will haunt them for the rest of their lives. And that quote came from the press conference after they bought the team. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You, remember what, you remember what it was? If I need more money, I'll go drill another oil well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Why don't you drill one and give it away to your employees instead of laying off everyone? I mean, I get... I'll play devil's advocate. I get the reason that you lay them off is so they can go apply for insurance benefits. But, you know, that also denies them any health care coverage that was part of that job. So... Well, it's like it's like Bezos basically sending up a GoFundMe. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna change two letters in the GoFundMe. To, um, <laughs> yeah, we're gonna change one letter and replace it with two letters, and yeah, that's what Bezos can do. With Pat, himself. I'd like to solve the puzzle. What <laughs> <laughs> is who is a big jerk in uh, you know for five hundred? What is go fuck boop? (laughs) (laughs) Or are asking employees that aren't sick to give up their vacation time to employees that are sick? Well, they just recently got sick time, so Yeah, seriously. That's another thing. But but enough about Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Or Whole Foods or Everything. The Washington Post? Yeah, whatever whatever else he owns. Wapo. Yeah. God, yeah. Go, 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 gooey ducks beating up on the <laughs> Chicago Blackhawks here. Three nothing. 
Oh no! I, so you saw my... the announcement? Oh yeah, that the, the <laughs> that they delayed the naming, <laughs> revealing of the name. You knew it was coming. <laughs> you just knew it was coming because Seattle. God. Own the news cycle, people. Own the news cycle. Yeah, and it was funny that Wyshynski then had the um, report, you know, like two days after all the initial filters through, you know, all the hockey men that they're probably going to put this announcement on delay. And then he gets someone to say, yeah, well, we may revisit it. Quote, we haven't paid the league all our money yet, and we're still talking with lawyers, so nothing is final. What are they going to do? Withhold the money? Just, it's like, God, come on. Yeah. Come on. I, I have a feeling the payments aren't the issue. It's They still haven't dotted all the I's and crossed their T's, but if there is literally nothing happening, say, beginning of May... Announce the name. Even middle April. I mean, we're yeah. Just when, whenever you have the paperwork finalized and you have control of the copyright and, and trademarks, go. That's probably that's actually probably what the uh, what's holding them up is trying to make sure they have all the copyrights and trademarks. They're probably it, buying the name off. I would be shocked based on my weeks of experience. Um, so this past week. In my day job, I happen to have several clients that just happen to be law firms that deal with all sorts of things. And um, all systems go on their end. So I imagine it's much the same with whomever is the uh, team's counsel and league's counsel in this regard. Right, but I'm saying that they're probably like, trying to get the name like all the naming rights from somebody it's not that their lawyers are not working it's that you know they might be still in negotiations with whoever owns the website name or whoever like like a minor league team that has it or something you know they they may have had it mostly done and they probably could have pushed it out like sooner but now because of life being the way it is maybe the other group that they're trying to negotiate with has decided to like play hardball i don't know but i would i would guess it's probably that sort of thing that would make sense but then why does this report come out i know there's literally nothing to talk about except for the ottawa senators because of course it had to be the ottawa senators (laughs) well why does this initial report come out to begin with yeah i don't know your guess is as good as mine. Because there's 24 hours to fill, seven days a week to fill. They aren't all going to be winners. <laughs> and right now, um, at 13:29 on the 21st of March, Montreal Canadiens are streaming a retro game of NHL 20, featuring the alumni teams of the Montreal Canadiens and the Quebec Nordique. Who? Uh huh. I do not. So, I, I I'm not aware that Quebec ever had a uh, NHL franchise. So says they've got a hockey fan. Yeah, seriously. 
So you've got Guy Lafleur, Jean Beliveau, and Larry Ronson against Peter Stasny, Peter Forsberg, and Joe Sakic as their as their sort of header banners. That would be an interesting one. <laughs> Alumni game, like they couldn't actually yeah. do like you know real real game. No, it's got to be an alumni game. <laughs> well, they don't they don't want to make Mark Bergevin worse than he does right oh, now, God. Uh, as far as GMing. So let him have his news cycles where he's you know clean lifting fifteen thousand pounds of food by himself. Because so, again, that's another fantastic thing that's happened. So uh, speaking of Bergevin. Um, for those those coaches and GMs that are on the hot seat or were at the um, end of actual playing time uh, this season, so what kind of maybe this should be a question of the week? <laughs> but what 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 kind of uh, respite have they gotten from this quote unquote pause that will probably turn into season ending sort of thing? I think every one of them has bought themselves at least half a season. That's kind of what I'm thinking. I, I think the only ones that would potentially still be gone are, uh, it's probably Jason Botterill. I think he'd be the only one guaranteed to be gone. Um, Bowman, I think, bought himself a respite. Um who else was on the hot seat? I think Bowman bought himself a respite, but maybe didn't necessarily deserve it quite yet. No, no but, you know, three Stanley Cup rings is a hell of a drug. Yeah. It is, but I'm actually in favor of some of the changes he's made. Um, but yeah. we don't have hockey to talk about, so let's, let's not be logical about things. Oh, God, that's The NHL's right. not logical, so why should we well, be? So- <laughs> It's somebody's job to do it. Why not mine? Oh, my oh. injury. God, the injury bug has just whacked my team so hard. I have Ian McCosh in centering right now. Um, <laughs> I've got three, like, top-line forwards out on the Gooey Ducks roster. Uh, even though the, even though I named them the Sockeye, I'm still calling them lovingly the Gooey Ducks. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Well, I could I mean, find the- a good Gooey Duck logo, you know? That is tough. There, I'm, there's, there's a decided lack of phallic imagery in in the logo choices in this game. Sorry, I, you Unle- said that, and I thought of, I immediately thought of what a gooey duck actually looks like, and then I just, I'm sorry. <laughs> so what they could do is just use that name, oh, but not. How, how do I put this? Um. Pretend it's not a real thing and just they like the sound of it. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then when they score, just because the word, just because the word duck is in it, they can use the DuckTales theme song as the goal song. Thank you very much. Oh, this was my TED talk. (laughs) Now, you you know, the goal song is going to be the opening smells like teen spirit, right? No, no, no. It's going to be Pearl Jam 10. Something off of that. No, it'll be the You know it's going to be that. Can we just do Jimi Hendrix? Can we just like, you know... No, can we have Tahitian Treat? I mean, let's just get really obscure and talk about... Screaming Trees? You know... Bing Crosby. 
Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby. Quincy Jones. The first um, uh, auctionable warm-up jerseys will say, I like this band before it was even cool to like this band. Mm. Sleater Um, Kenny. Oh. Nah, okay. Let's do Sleater Kenny. Or Wild Flag. I'm I'm just going to put that out there. Well, I mean, you do Sleater Kenny... And then, you know, you could have Carrie Brownstein come on and do, like, this national anthem every night. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why I said wild flag, because still Carrie Brownstein. But, of of course, they are originated out of some town south of, you know, King County. Mm. Well, I mean, Sleater Kenny is a is an exit into street in Lacey, Washington, which is part of Olympia. Yeah. And uh, Justin Vernon's originally from North Carolina, but nobody knows that. Really? Really? Huh. It's like Dave See? Grohl being from Washington, D.C., Maryland area. Yeah. Everyone knows that, though. <laughs> well, now that he's named his damn label 606 Records, yeah. Yeah. In his studio, Studio 606, so I hate him. And I say I hate him because he has the magic soundboard that I would love. It's out of jealousy rather than actual. Yes. 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 God, no. Um, Yeah, what the hell would they do? Now, the gold song is, whether it's voted on or not, you can almost guarantee the gold song is going to be Smells Like Teen Spirit, just that opening part. And they'll loop it, yeah, and they'll get, yeah, and they'll get everyone, you know, pogoing in the stands. Yeah, I mean, it would work much better as an intro. This is what we come out to the ice to, but no, so you come out. You're you right. Come out to, you come out on the ice to um, go off Pearl Jam's second album. Mm. Okay, I like that. What? No, no love for Death Cab. <laughs> No love for Death Cab. Oh no no no! You you just play <laughs> no. any Death Cab song after an egregious penalty against your yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Mm, I'll follow See? you into the dark. Yes. <laughs> we have got game apps sorted out for Seattle's franchise. Just hire us now. Yeah. To work at to work at the Amazon Prime Now Center. <laughs> God no. You Starbucks know it's grounds. Oh. Starbucks grounds. <laughs> <laughs> God. I mean, it is underground. Okay. Oh, God. That's horrible. <laughs> Just like Starbucks coffee, that's horrible. Know, is that awesome? <laughs> the thing is, is that everyone else around the league would eat it up. Everybody in Seattle would despise it. <laughs> oh, God. Would they ever? So it's almost like someone needs to beat them to the punch. So Starbucks can't put their name on this building. REI. Let's do REI. REI is a nice company. Let's do REI. Yeah, but what's I the would, I would love that. What's it can be the Coop. It's the Coop. The REI Coop. Oh, coupe. because it's... Co-op. Because, no, the yeah, REI that's... Co-op. No, no Coop. Um, no, it, it's called the Coop. It's the rock wall. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. But then how many people end up scaling the roof? Yeah, they'll have a rock wall up front, like outside. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Entertain yourself while you're waiting to get in. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. 
go to the go to the <laughs> go to the laserium and catch laser Floyd again before you head to the game. Oh God. They're still doing that? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, um, I honestly haven't looked. In the planetarium? Are they really yeah. doing that? But I think almost every planetarium in the world had a laser show Friday and Saturday nights playing Dark Side of the Moon or The Wall. Right. Yeah. They were doing that was... when I was in high school. Yeah. And boy, was it always aromatic in there. Um... <laughs> yeah, I, no, I think we've got game ops settled, kids. You know? So, so no, you know what we need for um, for the goal song is as they're doing the opening riff for Teen Spirit, they need to have Dave Niehaus saying "My Oh My." Let's just I go all the way there. <laughs> I was gonna say or Kevin Calabro doing one of his "Oh Babies." Yep. Yep. How, yeah, how many more obscure Seattle references can we pull out? I mean, I, I, I can only go so deep, and that's pretty much music. <laughs> I know. So. No, no, so, and then we have to have the fairy horn. Oh, no, because then we'll get we'll get accused by uh, Sharks fans of stealing their bit. So? Because the fox, <laughs> apparently it's a trademark. Kind of. Do they actually have fairies there? No. No, but they've got foghorns, and I'll, so. I'll remind everyone again, if you look on a map of how close San Jose is to water, um, yeah. <laughs> the, the answer is not very. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Some, some nice salt ponds between, uh, and, and Milpitas between us and oh. say in the water. <laughs> God, Milpitas. Long story short, I used to have to spend a week in Milpitas every year because Intel would hold a USB um, tech fest in Milpitas every year. And as someone that worked on the USB device driver stack for Windows, I had to attend. So, yes. So sorry, at, So am I. Did you ever have to go down to the, the Microsoft campus? In, was, was it Mountain View? Or is there, is no. it in Mountain View? It's It's actually... It's it's down there, yeah. It's but Palo Alto. I, never had to. I don't know where this. I think it's Mountain View. Anyway, go on. I'm sorry. I never had to go down to there. Uh, no, this was Milpitas, and you had to stay at the Marriott. And um, oh, what the hell's word I'm looking for? There was nothing around that area to eat. <laughs> no, so. there still isn't. Milpitas is like industrial. There was one quasi-industrial. <laughs> There was one steakhouse, and I think an In-N-Out burger, and that was pretty much it. So, so that's anyway, lucky. You're, I, you're, yeah. descri- you're describing half the NHL markets now. Yeah, pretty much. I'm just, <laughs> um, As I'm trying to pull, what's a good minus the bear song that we could use? How about oh. Pedro the Lion? <laughs> um, Casper Baby Pants? Anyone? <laughs> like I said... I, I can I can go as far as music, but that Green that's River. about all I can pull. Um, uh, so Casper Baby Pants, aka Chris from uh, the President United, yeah, the President United States of America, they did a song. They had the song called Supermodel that they rejiggered and did a Supersonics version of it, 
the uh, year the Sonics went to the final back in 95. I think it was 95 or 96. We got walked by the Bulls, so it doesn't matter because it was when you were ever going to win against Jordan. Um, they, they could come out of retirement-ish and do an update of that update for the new Seattle, for the new Seattle Gooey Ducks. See? Uh, okay, it could, I like it. Could it. Be our, it could be our own stompin' Tom Hockey song. So what you're saying is some local band of your needs to write original music for all of these situations. Uh, potentially, yeah. Because, I, I, I mean, I happen many. to know of a local re- radio show in the area that got super chunked to do their opening theme. Just saying. There you go. It's completely doable. Yes. I, you know... I would love to have someone re-record or do a cover of Rock You Like a Hurricane, because... Heart. Of... Have Heart do it. Oh, no, he's talking for Carolina, not for... For, for uh, Carolina. Never mind, sorry. Because, unfortunately, they can never use anything else, because... I don't know why. It's the only it's the only song they'll ever come out to the ice to, and I'm so sick of hearing the Scorpions. So I would someone, love to hear an emo or punk version of it. So that what you're be, saying is someone needs to write another song that has Hurricane in it, so that you guys don't have to be subject to that particular song for the rest of your lives. Can confirm. Okay. I'll um I'll get right on that. hey i'm shut in what the hell else i'm gonna do right i know sure i did the uh and i'm gonna toot my own horn i did the theme for the um cwhl broadcast so why not is that public knowledge now well considering that the league doesn't exist sure (laughs) (laughs) why not you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as as you mentioned that th- this is almost appropriate, but um, NHL history girl, the lovely Jen Conway, just tweeted the time Eric Cole high fived the referee after scoring a goal. I thought that was appropriate. That was the moment. You, you, you're getting that high five right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> nice. Oh my god, I forgot about that. Oh, awesome. God oh, damn it, I miss hockey. And <laughs> who was the referee? 18. Oh. I feel like my, my brain's gone into shutdown mode. I can't even remember ref's numbers. Uh. Oh no. So somebody brought up on Twitter, speaking of Twitter, um an interesting question that I was like only only during a quote unquote pause or off season would people come up with this. Is Simone Gagne Hall of Fame worthy? I mean my personal Hall of Fame of players that I loved as a kid, yes. But no. <laughs> Yeah, I, I saw that and I'm like, um, not, not, I don't think so. <laughs> but I, I mean, you know, I'm not part of the selection committee, so what do I know, right? No, I, I, as I have stated many times, I am not 
down with Eric Lindros being in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Um, but I can see some people's justification for it. If you use that qualifier of were they the best at their position at any point in time during or their, did, in, during their time in the league. Or did they revolutionize hockey in some fashion? Yeah. And the answer on Lindros is no. He didn't revolutionize hockey in some fashion. He was just a product of his family's genetics. But was he the best player at that position for a period of time? Yes. Yeah. I will give him that. Um, Simone Gagne, periphery player. Great periphery player. Not a Hall of Fame periphery player. No. I mean... For someone of his caliber, he needs to play more than 822 career games. Like, if he had a career... I, if he's if he's in the 1,000-game, thousand 1,000-point thousand club... Or, or 1,500 games, 1,000 yeah. points. Like, I, I consider him almost like a modern-day Mark Recchi. Mark yeah. Recchi was always a great player for whatever era he was in. He could put up 100 points in the early 90s. He could play a great, you know, defensive game during the dead puck era. He was a contributor late in his career. So using your Lindros analogy, Lindros had the peaks despite how short they were. And then yeah. other players like your Dave Vanderchucks and, and who not had the longevity or doing something over a long period of time, including power play goals, but you know. Including Tippins in the front of the net. Yeah. You know, just like just like Ovi has the Ovi office, Andrew Chuck was pretty much just a foot right around the blue paint. Mm-hmm. And I, I would like to uh, interrupt this conversation to announce there is beer pong happening on a virtual tailgate. And nice. it is less and this is actually less than three miles from my home right now, so I could go and join them. I will not because I'm going to be a responsible human being for my, for my fellow man. But damn, that's tempting. Even though I hate beer pong, it was never uh, something I enjoyed. But I was just I was trying to figure out how they were doing virtual beer pong. Like they'd bounce it, they'd. Paul towards the camera and somebody at the other end would just sort of randomly throw it. I wish. I do not know if there are instructions going on at the moment, but Uh, play by play, someone is pouring a glass of wine. There are actually three (laughs) individuals in an apartment two miles from my house, uh, only because, you know, they are my friends after all. I'm not tailgating with a bunch of uh, random people. Hooligans. Um, yes. They they are playing the game in person, and oh, they've okay. set the camera up just so I can see every cup. <laughs> so so there must be a virtual referee happening right now. <laughs> nice. Oh, okay. This makes me so happy. I I love the innovations that people are coming up with to still do like these community type things. Be um, social. I've seen a number of people using like Skype or Microsoft Teams and just logging in and doing like, you know, wine tastings from their own homes, wine parties, wine and cheese parties. And yeah, there's just... a there's a Chrome app or a Chrome app 
or extension that you can download for Netflix parties where, I don't know if you guys have heard this yet. Oh, yes. Probably. I work in tech. Of course <clears throat> I have. Yeah. So, you know, for the, for the listeners who haven't heard, um, is you can sync something on Netflix between multiple computers in different locations and have a, a comment bar, sidebar, and everybody watch the same thing at the same time. Dear yes. NHL. Yeah, seriously. Yes, I know, right? This, this breaks my heart for so many reasons hearing that because Microsoft was so far ahead of the game on that. There used to be a feature in Xbox that that came out, you know, after they first started doing the avatars on the Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. There was a feature that dropped that you could do theater mode. You could get in a group and your avatars would go sit in a theater and you could watch Netflix. So you could be in a group chat, headphones on, the whole nine yards, and everyone would be sitting in their homes watching a Netflix movie. And on the screen, it looked like MST3K, right? There was the screen, you had the theater seats, and your avatars would be sitting there watching the movies. And it just breaks my heart because that would be so damn hysterical now to have that functionality in there. Ugh. Kills me. Just... It'll come back. <laughs> how how hard would it be to up, to update the uh, the code for that? For like web based sort of thing. Yeah, and I'm doing a search for it right now, and then there's tons of people who are like, "Wouldn't you guys love to have this party mode back now?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would. <laughs> because especially if it was like um. Uh, what the hell's the word I'm looking for? Um, if it was available like for other, not just Netflix, but Amazon Prime, because you know, for whatever, yeah, you, just you for any of the streaming with stores. any of them, yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, this reminds me of a dead internet app called DJ.fm. Yes, where it was literally mm-hmm. this with music, and dear, um. Angels and Devils over at Spotify. Just saying. You have the technology. Use it. Seriously. And it was, you know, it was the best thing because when it was, full disclosure, I don't, it's probably come out or whatever. Yes, I do work for Microsoft. Um, Wait, what? What? (laughs) What? I, um, I was part of the beta that was testing that functionality for that theater, that party mode. And, oh my God, like a bunch of my Microsoft buddies and and I would get together and, you know, sit there and stream stuff and just totally have an absolute freaking blast doing MST3K type stuff over it. (sighs) Yeah, it'd be great if you could have like a shell and then you could work with each site's API if they have it public. And just be able to just stream whatever, you know, NHL or yeah. Netflix or Disney Plus, which would never happen because they'd never let you do it, or, you know, whatever. No, I, no, I, no they no, I, they would do it for a yeah. certain six to seven figure dollar amount based no, I on. Even, I don't even think that would be that. I don't even think that would be the case because if you're doing it over Xbox, 
um, what are your capture options, right? What would well? I'm talking like more of a web-based thing rather than Xbox, though. Oh, I don't think it'll ever be web-based because I don't think it could be. Yeah. Yeah, I guess not. You're right. They love their DMCA entirely too much, but that I mean, and I'm just thinking about you know the requests per day. Oh. They, you're, yeah, you're yeah. potentially yeah. hitting it. That's why I immediately went, oh, this is how much you would need to charge to make this worthwhile. Yeah. Um, ju- I... Just to keep the building running. But, I mean, you could dump it on PlayStation because they've got their little community thing, and Xbox is their little community thing, and the vast majority of the people that would use this, want to use it, have either one of those consoles in their house. So, I mean, come on. Come on! Okay. So you're saying months. I need to order a new DVD player with an X in the title? Yeah, are you saying I need um, to buy one? <laughs> just, for, just for your computer. Just for your computer, because then you can digitize stuff. Um, <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. So what's the tangent count up to? I lost track. Uh, <laughs> You're supposed to. <laughs> infinity plus one? <laughs> As my sons will tell you, that is not a number. And I have mathematician friends that will tell you, yes, it is. <laughs> and I can prove two plus two is, does not equal four. But Square root one. of zero. <laughs> God. <laughs> Somebody crash this plane, please. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And not and not into the and not into the endless circular runway that's been making the rounds again. Oh God. All right. So I have a question. Go for it. And this question is going to be highly hypothetical because none none of our suggestions will ever actually happen. All right. So Let's say the NHL goes the way of the CHL, ECHL, and probably soon to be AHL and cancels the season. What do you think the NHL should do to take advantage of a longer offseason? Follow us on Twitter at 3v3 Podcast. This has been the 3v3 Podcast, sponsored by Nobody. <laughs>